With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from Michelle Obama's dressing room at the Democratic National Convention, it's the 4th <laughs> and Inches Show with your host, Jana Kim, and I'm Scott Sweeney, a.k.a. the Fantasy Sherpa. Jana, I can't believe it's already time to take a look at 16 games and give our uh, opinions on things. Where did the summer go? I know, right? It, I, on one hand, it seems like it took forever for a football season to get here, but on the other, it feels like it came really quick. <laughs> well, it came really quick for Giants fans because we would still like to be gloating, but... Uh, we can hopefully gloat again tomorrow night after the game against Dallas, but uh, um, never mind all that. I'm, I'm sure you have nothing to say about that. So why don't we get right yeah, into sure. telling everyone uh, who we are and why we do this and how they get and get in touch with us and what injuries are going on. Well, yeah, unfortunately we do have a, a nice little list of injuries and, and transactions and all that good stuff. But before we jump into that, there are a number of ways to get a hold of us during the show. We'll be here until 11 o'clock, so you've got a whole hour of us. And if you have questions or want to hear your opinion or voice heard, <clears throat> there are a number of ways to get a hold of us, the first being that you can call. And the number is 347-677-1608. That's 347-677-1608. Or you can find us on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. You can also email us the same handle, the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. Or you can find us on the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. And, of course, you can always check out FantasyFootballSherpa.com, but be sure to do that after the show so we can have your full undivided attention. That is important. <laughs> um, and if you hadn't noticed from Scott's little dig in the opening, I am a Cowboys fan and he is a Giants fan. We make no secret of that, and we always argue about the NFC East, and I'm sure a few of these games will have a few differing opinions as well, so just bear with us. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the Giants and the Cowboys, not the Bears. Uh huh. <laughs> Let's get right into these injuries and get those out of the way. Um, some of it's good news. Some are guys coming back, uh, but that's not the case for Marshawn Lynch. He is questionable, but optimistically so for the game this weekend. He's got back spasms. He hasn't been practicing. Seattle's really crossing their fingers because you don't want to start with a rookie quarterback and running back all in one fell swoop. It's just not great. Uh, the Raiders, it seems every time I'm on this show, I'm talking to you about Raiders wide receivers being injured and having to leave practice early. I continue the trend this week. Jacoby Ford is, quote, up in the air with a left foot injury. He just started running yesterday. He hasn't been practicing in weeks, so... I'm going to say he's closer to not playing than actually playing. Um, but probably not a good idea more, to be up in the air if you have a foot injury, no? Probably not. I think that's how he actually hurt his foot, so it would be best oh, if he okay. stayed on the ground. Um, yeah. But Denarius Moore has a much better chance of playing this week. He's got an injured hamstring, but he's a lot closer to being healthy than Jacoby Ford is. Uh, it'll be an interesting, interesting look for the Raiders this week. The Steelers are toying with the idea of starting running back Richard Mendenhall on Sunday over Isaac Redman and Jonathan Dwyer. Uh, Richard Mendenhall, you may remember, had his knee reconstructed eight months ago. He just took off his red no-contact jersey yesterday, but apparently had a great practice, and now they're they're saying, let's just go all out and put him on the field to start the game. Um not sure it's a great idea, but it seems we'll definitely be seeing some of him. How much is a question, and I'm sure anyone who owns Richard Mendenhall, Isaac Redmond, or Jonathan Dwyer is not really happy at this moment. Um, Probably all bald the, the from cow- ripping out their hair. Yeah, About the same as people who own any redskin running backs. Same kind of vibe right now. 
The Cowboys tight end Jason Witten is doubtful for their opener tomorrow against the aforementioned Giants. He, of course, has a lacerated spleen. Most people would still be in bed. Jason Witten's talking about playing against the Super Bowl champions. So if, if he plays, I'm okay starting him. He's crazy enough to play through anything. Uh, but it looks like he they're probably not going to let him. So do with it what you will. The Patriots worked out former Eagles quarterback Mike Kafka today, as well as tight end Kellen Winslow. Uh, they did. They do have a spot open for a quarterback. Uh, they have 300 tight ends, so it probably doesn't look good for Kellen Winslow. His agent. Why is doesn't Rosenhaus Dallas look at him? Uh, I Dallas is. I have no idea what they're doing. They're claiming wide receivers on waivers. It seems to be some kind of traveling circus down there. They had about 28 of them in in training camp. I don't really understand it. I, they I need a, I don't know. I, I just think he's one of those tight ends that could really help them. But uh, anyway. I think the I'm, Cowboys I'm, have enough problems with people dropping balls. So we don't need Kellen Winslow in his slippery hands. He's not. Well, <laughs> go. Please continue. Um, speaking of tight ends, the curse of the Jacksonville tight end position has rolled on. It claimed Zach Miller earlier this week, Brett Brackett yesterday. Uh it seems tore something in his knee. He's been placed on IR today, and they signed up. They signed Colin Cordy today. Uh, good luck to him. Mercedes Lewis has some kind of voodoo magic going on down there. He's definitely the only tight end worth drafting out of Jacksonville. The Chargers placed wide receiver Vincent Brown on IR. Uh, he did break his ankle against the Cowboys a few weeks ago, but he's. They became the first team to utilize that new IR rule to their advantage. That is that you can designate one player to return to the team uh, after he's quote suffered a major injury and would miss six or more weeks. So between the six and eight week mark, you could bring a player back off IR, but you have to designate that that player. Uh, when you put them on IR, so he's eligible to come back. And they are the first team to do it. The Bills did do it later. Uh, but Vincent Brown will be returning. There is some light at the end of the tunnel for Philip Rivers, I guess. Uh, worth why, noting. He's... You know, why would you do that instead of putting him on the pup list? Because pup is also that you just have to miss six games, no? Uh, I believe so. But I'm not sure what the salary cap restrictions are with that. Uh, okay. Uh, I think I think that's the difference between the pup and the IR, but I wouldn't quote okay. me on that. Okay. Um. So it's only been those two teams so far, them and the Bills, that have have utilized it. It seems to be something a lot of teams will be doing, though. Um. The Bears are hoping that Brian Urlacher will be ready to play in Sunday's opener. He did have left knee surgery just a couple of weeks ago, but it was just arthroscopic. They're hoping he'll be fine. It'll be interesting to see. Giants second-year cornerback Prince Amukamore is not so lucky. He is out for tomorrow night with the sprained ankle he suffered. Uh, he's had a, a tough start to each of his first two seasons. Steelers wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders made news not because of what he's doing, but because he told reporters that Mike Wallace will be starting Sunday. Mike Wallace and the Steelers are not confirming that, but the cat's pretty well out of the bag. I don't think that's a great idea, but what do I know? <laughs> The Colts' Austin Collie will likely be playing Sunday after sustaining his third professional concussion on uh, a couple of weeks ago in the second preseason game. That looked pretty bad, but he seems to be fine, and they claim he looks back to his post or pre-concussion form. Um, I'm not sure if that's enough to help Andrew Luck, but it's something. And Browns running back Trent Richardson, who is recovering from his left arthroscopic knee surgery, returned to practice Monday and is hoping to play Sunday. Even if he does, he's likely going to be splitting carries, so that is something to consider when setting your fantasy lineups. I think I'm done talking for a minute now. (laughs) Okay. Why don't we hop right into the games, and the first game up is tomorrow night's season opener, the your Dallas Cowboys against my New York Giants. Um, Who do you like in the game, and which Cowboy players do you like for uh, fantasy purposes this week? Uh, and also, just to clarify for our listeners, I will be talking about the visiting teams this week. Scott will be doing the away, just like we have done in years past, so acclimate yourselves accordingly. Uh, it's no secret that I'm going to be picking Dallas in this game. I can be full of hope and optimism that our team will be functional and do what it's supposed to because it is the first week of the season and my spirits haven't been crushed yet. So, regardless, I'm going to pick Dallas. <laughs> 
I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm hoping Dallas edges out the Giants, though. Um, I would absolutely start Tony Romo. He is a much better fantasy quarterback than he is a real-life quarterback. So if you have him on your team, go ahead and start him. Um, I know a lot of people are scared of that Giants defense, and I'd prefer to see what the Cowboys offense is going to bring before I get too wrapped up in the Giants mystique. I'm also going to start DeMarco Murray, Miles Austin, and Des Bryant. I'm going to say no to the tight ends unless on the off chance Jason Witten plays. I might be inclined to start him, but that's a big if, and it's very unlikely he's going to play. Um, I'm going to say no to the defense, but yes to kicker Dan Bailey. The Cowboys defense is going to be better this year, but I still think against the Giants it's a borderline matchup for this week. You probably are going to have some better options. Uh, What do you think? I'll go with New York to win the game 27-24. That's my homer pick for the week. But I do think it'll be a good game. <laughs> we got him out of the way early. <laughs> some uh, prediction of a monsoon here in the New York area tomorrow night. We'll see if that affects the game. I, I don't think it would affect one team more than the other since they're both going to be uh, running the ball probably, I mean, passing the ball probably more than running it. <laughs> but So for the Giants, I would start quarterback Eli Manning, running back on Mark Bradshaw, Wide receivers, Hakeem Nix and Victor Cruz, and tight end Martellus Bennett. I really think he's going to be one of the surprise tight ends this season and look forward to seeing what he'll do. Unfortunately, the Cowboys know all about him. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, hopefully he'll uh, he'll uh, extract some revenge tomorrow night against his former team. Um, running back David Wilson, neutral on him. Show me first before I start uh, starting him. Kicker Lawrence Tynes, indifferent. And same thing about the Giants' defense. I don't think it's an overpowering defense. I think they just went on a good run at the right time at the end of last season. I, I don't think they're a top defense, uh, especially in the secondary. But um, And wide receivers, Reuben Randall and uh, Dominic Hicks, and I, I leave them uh, out of any starting lineup this week. So that's my deal. And since we were talking about the Bears before, well, not really, but we are now, <laughs> let's, let's do the Indianapolis at uh, Chicago game next. Uh, who do you like in that game, and which Colts do you like? Uh, I am without a doubt taking Chicago. I've never been a big Jay Cutler fan, but I think this year is going to be a little different. Uh, Indy, it's just there's so much change. I hate picking rookie quarterbacks in the first week of a season, especially against that Chicago defense. I don't feel all that strong about Indy's chances, so I think Chicago wins by at least a touchdown. Fantasy football-wise for Indy, I'm really just going to give like a blanket maybe to all of their offensive starters. I'm going to say Andrew Luck really only needs to be a quarterback two for you this week. If you're only starting one quarterback, it should not be Andrew Luck. Uh, Reggie Wayne's really the only wide receiver I'd start. Uh, I'd, I'd lean a little stronger to starting tight end Cody Fleener, but that's really going to depend on what other tight ends you have available to you. He is also a rookie, but he's got the benefit of being with his college quarterback where they had four years of chemistry already built in. And as the Sherpa likes to say, the tight end is always the crutch for a young quarterback. So uh, Reggie Wayne and Cody Fleener are the only guys I'd really even consider starting out of this. Um, Maybe to running back Donald Brown, no to the kicker, no to the defense. I, I don't think there's a ton of points to be had for Indy this week. I think Chicago is going to win this game by at least 10 points. I'll go with the final score at 34-24. I think Indianapolis defense is going to be the worst in football again this year, and I think they're going to look make the, the Bears look like the Packers offense this week. That said, I think the Bears, um, you should start quarterback Jay Cutler, running back Matt Forte, wide receiver Brandon Marshall, and kicker Robbie Gould. On the fence, about running back Michael Bush. I think he's going to have a good season, but let's see first how they mix him in with Matt Forte. And also the defense, I think, I'm I'm, I'm neutral on them. Indy is going to score some points, just not enough. Leave all the other wide receivers, Devin Hester, Alshon Jeffrey, Earl Bennett, out of your starting lineup and leave tight end Callan Davis out of your starting lineup. I know they're saying that they're going to work the tight end in more in Chicago, but uh, I'll, I'll, I want to see that before I'll actually start. Old habits die hard. <laughs> they do. They do. It's been a few years since we've seen a real tight end in Chicago. So no, not since Greg Olson, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So moving right along here, how about New England and Tennessee? What's your take on that one and which New England players do you like this week? I think that New England wins this game, but I think it'll be closer than maybe it has been in years past. Um, Tennessee, obviously, another rookie quarterback. That's something you're going to hear a lot during the show. <laughs> um, but I do think Chris Johnson's going to have a much better year. They are without Kenny Britt this week because he is suspended. Um, but I think there are still some good things that can happen for that Tennessee offense. Um, but let's be honest. It's the New England Patriots. It's Tom Brady. It's going to be overwhelming for a rookie quarterback and a young team, even with a, a sort of suspect defense. I'm definitely starting Tom Brady. I would say if you're going to pick a running back to start, I would say it should be Steven Ridley. He's the one I like out of the bunch. I'm starting wide receiver Wes Welker, and I think you can go ahead and start both tight ends, Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. Obviously, Gronkowski had his big coming-out party last year. Hernandez is the tight end I like better, especially this year, but with their wide receiver situation still kind of in flux uh, behind Welker, I think the tight ends are going to be seeing a lot of time, especially early in the season. So it's, I think it's safe to start both of them or either of them. Hopefully you don't have both on your team. I would say yes to kicker Steven Gostkowski, and maybe to the defense. I don't think they're going to put up huge passing numbers, but Chris Johnson uh, is is not really a defensive dream to block. So if you've got a better matchup, I'd go with that, but this is not a terrible one. What do you think of Brandon Lloyd? Would you start him? I would not start him this week. It seems that they're going to use Brandon Lloyd in a little bit more of a reduced role, at least for now, unless nobody else steps up. I want to wait and see what kind of offensive packages they're really putting out there with Brandon Lloyd before I commit to starting him. Okay. I will also pick New England in this game, but I think it is going to be a blowout. I'll take them 35-17. Chris Johnson is the only player on Tennessee I would start. Wide receiver Nate Washington, if you have to, maybe as a flex option. Quarterback Jake Locker, stay away. Running back Javon Ringer, stay away. Wide receiver Kendall Wright. Tight ends Craig Stevens and Jared Cook, stay away. Kicker Rob Baronis, no. And no to the defense. You don't like Jared Cook at tight end? No, I don't. Really? I I really like Jared Cook. Well, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, he's not even listed as their starting tight end in the depth chart, but we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, once again, <laughs> one of the many things we'll come back to next week. <laughs> of course, and throughout the season, I'm sure. So, yeah. how about the other game at the Meadowlands this weekend, Buffalo at the Jets? Who do you like in that one, and which goal do you like? <laughs> I think like? this is a game that's going to have a lot of eyes on them, for sure, with the the circus that the Jets are putting on out in New York. Um, I'm picking Buffalo. I'm picking Buffalo to win by at least seven points and probably more like ten, even with that Jets defense, because their offense is so inept. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm sort of borderline quarterback one this week. I I like him a lot. It's a tough matchup. Um, I would start Fred Jackson, but I would like to have a strong running back counterpoint on my team. If you've got somebody else who's borderline, it could be sort of a struggle. Again, it's you're not really sure how functional the Jets are going to look, but their defense is always going to be the stronger point of that team. I'm going to say yes to wide receiver Stevie Johnson and maybe to Donald Jones and David Nelson. I'm not sure who's going to emerge as wide receiver two as far as the season goes. Right now, Jones is listed as wide receiver two. Um, I'm going to say maybe to Scott Chandler. He's never really wowed me. And yes to the defense, no to the kicker. I just don't think this Jets offense is going to score a ton of points. I agree with you for the most part about the Jets defense, but I, I mean offense, but I think the Bills defense, even with Mario Williams, is is not going to be that great uh, this year. And I think the Jets are actually going to eke out a victory here. I'll go 28-27. And the only Jets I'm really – on starting this week would be running back Sean Green, wide receiver Santonio Holmes. Quarterback Tim Tebow is a maybe for me. Maybe if they use him as a running back and give him some goal line carries, I could see him being a fantasy contributor this year. Dustin Keller, depending on whether he plays with his injury or not, uh, if he does, I would start him. But right now I'm 
have him in my um, maybe list. Kicker Nick Folk is a maybe for me in the defense, which I think is going to be one of the best in the league this year given their soft schedule. Um, I would say maybe this week just because I do like Buffalo's offense. Quarterback Mark Sanchez is a no, and um, Eva Longoria is a no, and wide receiver Stephen Hill is a no for me as well this week. All right. I I very much differ on how I think the Bills' defense is going to play, but that's another thing. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. That's right. We will. So moving right along, speaking of offense, which we weren't but we are now, what do you think of this Washington and New Orleans game? This could be a lot of fireworks, I think, but what's your take on this one? Really? Because I, I really think that New Orleans is going to crush Washington this week, even with having no coaches and all of the drama that's gone on with them. I just I, I don't see anything that I'm excited about with Washington. I, I'm not drinking the Robert Griffin III Kool-Aid. I just I think New Orleans wins this game easily. Okay. Um, so I guess that's sort of ominous foreshadowing for <laughs> what I'm going to advise on the Redskins players. I'm going to say no to Robert Griffin III. I I know the New Orleans defense has taken a little bit of a hit. I still think they're going to be better than the Redskins' offense. I hear um, they have a bounty out on him. It's not even worth it. All he is is a pair of socks. Just <laughs> show me something on the field if you're a rookie, and then maybe I'll get excited for, about you. But I still think Washington is the worst team in the NFC East. Um, I am going to start tight end Fred Davis. I'm still bummed that Chris Cooley is not a part of this team, but he's still got an open invitation to come on the show whenever schedule permits. Um, I'm saying no to all Invite the running backs. Invite him to back. join the Cowboys. Hate... <laughs> yeah, maybe. I hate Shanna Hannigans. I don't want to play these games. I don't draft these running backs for a reason. Um, Pierre Garçon, Santana Moss, and Josh Morgan is that little wide receiver core. They just seem to keep collecting. I'm inclined to start Garçon or Moss over Morgan, but, again, I have no idea what this pass game is really going to look like really put to an NFL test in in like for real in the regular season, not this preseason stuff. So I'd rather err on the side of caution, and if I can avoid starting wide receivers with rookie quarterbacks, I'm going to. I'm saying no to the defense and no to the kicker because I think Drew Brees is going to carve them up. I agree with you that New Orleans is going to win this game easily, but I think Washington is actually going to generate some offense, and I guess I'm a little bit more on the Robert Griffin bandwagon than you are, but I guess that's something else we'll check next week. New Orleans, <laughs> I think, wins this. I'll go 41-24, so I'll give them a 17-point win in this game. See how that works out. New Orleans, start quarterback through right. Brees. Running back Mark Ingram, I think, is going to be in for a big season. He was hurt last year, and he's got three other people in the stable there in the backfield, but I, I think he's the one that's going to emerge and really shine this year. I would start him Sunday. Wide receivers, Marcus Colston, Devery Henderson, and Lance Moore, any of them are good starts. Tight end, uh, um, Jim Graham is um, a good start. Jimmy Graham is a good start, and kicker Garrett Hartley mm-hmm. is a good start. Running back, Pierre Thomas and Darren Sproles are maybe for me this week. I'm not as much a Sproles fan as most people are, but we'll see how he does. I'm also on the fence about the defense and no to running back Chris Ivory, but pretty much everyone else on that team should really have a field day against uh, Washington this week. It'll, it'll be an interesting game for sure. Yeah, I'm, I, I would. that's one that I would want to watch. So one I would not want to watch, I think, unless I were a Viking fan, which I am somewhat, but not enough to watch this game, is Jacksonville <laughs> at Minnesota. What do you, a, would you watch this game? And B, if so, what do you think is going to happen? Or even if you wouldn't, well, what do you think is going to happen? two days ago, before my friend blew out his knee, I would have been watching this game. But now it is definitely tanked to the bottom of my games I'm trying to watch this week. Um, I, I just... There's there's nothing good happening in Jacksonville right now. There's nothing. And it's not like the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl this year, but they look so much better in comparison. I think Minnesota wins and they win big. Um, this is another team that there's not a lot of redeeming fantasy factors for this week or most weeks, to be honest with you. 
don't ever start Blaine Gabbert unless you're in some kind of crazy league where you're starting three or four quarterbacks. Um, it just there's just no no reason to from a fantasy standpoint or really a real life standpoint. Um, if you're gonna start somebody, it should be running back Rashad Jennings. Maurice Jones-Drew showed up. They're gonna work him in as a third down back, but it it's not enough to detract from what Jennings is doing and how well he's playing right now or that MJD is going to be getting significant points, so I'm not starting him. Um, Mercedes Lewis, the tight end, I'm inclined to start because Gabbert can throw to somebody, and I think that's the most likely target. Not starting any of the wide receivers, nobody on defense, no kicker. Just I want to be as far away from this game as possible. <laughs> I don't. I think Minnesota will win, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout, nor do I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Jacksonville actually had a top-10 defense last week. Minnesota's offense, especially without Adrian Peterson, isn't going to overwhelm anybody. So I'll take Minnesota, but I think it's only going to be 21-14. I would start running back Toby Garrett. you think that Jacksonville can actually score 14 points? Yes, I do against that defense, yes, most definitely. I we'll see, but I, I think they will. Um, Minnesota, I would start running back Toby Gerhardt. I think he'll get a lot more snaps than running back Adrian Peterson. And who would have thought that uh, we'd be advising you not to start Maurice Jones, Drew, or Adrian Peterson in this game? But I would start running back Toby Gerhardt, wide receiver Percy Harvin. Tight end Kyle Rudolph, I think, is going to have a big season. I would start him and also start the Vikings defense just because it's Jacksonville's offense. Quarterback Christian Ponder, if you play in a league with two quarterbacks, I'm on the fence about him, but we'll see how he does. I would say no to running back Adrian Peterson and all the wide receivers there except for Harvin. Tight end John Carlson is injured. Kicker Blair Witch and Blair Walsh is a no for me this week. And, you know, that's, that's enough of this game. Let's go on. All right. <laughs> Atlanta, Kansas City, who, who do you like and who do you like on Atlanta? Uh, I definitely like Atlanta. I uh, just I can't get excited about Kansas City. I just can't do it. You said that um, last year about the opening game when they played at Chicago. You said there was no way Chicago was going to win that game, and they did. I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again. I just no, I don't like Kansas I, City. I just, <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm not trying to attack. I just I'm, no. I'm, I mean, it, I'm just not. I, Kansas I like City Matt did a Ryan. lot of things I didn't expect them to do last year, but I still yeah, I like I Atlanta and I like Matt Ryan. Okay. Um, so who are you starting, starting Matt Ryan? Ryan this week? Yeah, I'm starting Matt Ryan. Um, wide receiver-wise, obviously, I'm going to start Roddy White and Julio Jones. Beyond that, guys like Harry Douglas, I'm taking a pass on. Running back Michael Turner, I will be starting. Tight end Tony Gonzalez is a maybe for me. It It's going to depend on what other, if you have other tight ends, what your matchups look like. Um, he's not a bad pick. He just, I think there are better ones this week. I am going to start their defense and their kicker, though. For Kansas City, I would start both of their running backs, Jamal Charles and Peyton Hillis. I think they're both going to get a lot of touches and both going to do quite well. Wide receiver Dwayne Bowe, I would start, and I would start the Chiefs defense because I think they're going to win a low-scoring game. I'll go 24-21 Kansas City. Quarterback Matt Castle is the second quarterback this week for me. Uh, wide receiver Jonathan Baldwin is a maybe for me. Wide receivers Steve Breston and Dexter McCluster, no. Tight ends Kevin Gloss and Tony Moliaki, no. And kicker Ryan Suckoff is a no for me. Really? Upward. You're going to say no to Ryan Suckup, your boy? <laughs> no, not no, not this week. So Philadelphia right, at Cleveland, I'm pretty sure I know how you're going to go in this game, but... Uh, what do you think? I am picking the Eagles in this game uh, for a number of reasons, and one of them being at the top of the list, how ridiculously foolish they made Cleveland look just two weeks ago in the preseason, and that was with Cleveland starting their starters well into the second half. Um, I just, I think this is going to get ugly pretty quick for the Browns, and I think there's a lot of fantasy value to be had on the Eagles this week. Um I'm not normally going to advocate starting Michael Vick because he's injury-prone and he makes me nuts, but I think this week's a very good matchup. Um, I'm also going to start Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin, tight end Brent Selleck. 
starting their defense, I'm starting their kicker, and if you're in a deeper league, maybe you look at wide receiver Demarius Johnson, who's going to catch some balls, and he's also going to do a lot on special teams. Um, I just I don't think this is even going to be a fair game. <laughs> I tend to agree with you. I probably think it'll be closer than you do. I'm only going to predict Philadelphia to win this by two touchdowns, 31-17, but Cleveland, the only player I like is tight end Ben Watson. Quarterback Brandon Whedon, I bet he has to throw 40 times just because they're going to be so far behind so quickly. So he would be a maybe for me. I'd stay away from Trent Richardson because I don't know how healthy he is. I'd stay away from Ontario Hardesty and Brent Jackson. Stay away from kicker Phil Dawson, who's been there since the, uh, I think, 94, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, and... Yeah. yeah, from the last Cleveland Browns iteration and also from the <laughs> defense, I would stay away from uh, pretty much anything that says Cleveland this week I would stay away from. I think that's fair. <laughs> All right. St. Louis at Detroit, what do you think? Um, I think Detroit wins this game, but I think this is a close game. I think St. Louis is going to come to play a little bit more than they have in the past, and hopefully they can maybe not suffer major injuries for a couple of weeks and look like a functional team. That might be a nice change. Um, Detroit still has a lot going for them. They're also a team that these both seem to suffer a lot of injuries to a lot of key guys, and we never really see what these teams would look like when healthy. So hopefully we get a good game out of this. Sam Bradford is really a second quarterback start for me. If you're in a two-quarterback league, you can start him, but he's playing the Detroit defense, which while they seem to party a lot in the offseason, they do like to rip people's heads off in season. So it's not the easiest matchup in the world. Um, running back, I'm starting Steven Jackson. I like him until he gets dinged up, so I'm gonna I'm going to just let it ride for now. And tight end-wise, I just – I think I'm going to pass on the tight ends this week. I never really know who's going to be their tight end. They don't stay healthy very long, neither does Sam Bradford to build any chemistry up. But you've got Matthew Mulligan or Lance Kendricks. I like Kendricks a little better, but neither of them are really a great matchup or someone I'm excited about this week. Wide receivers, you've got Brandon Gibson, Danny Amendola, Steve Smith, Greg Salas. I I like Amendola. He's great for PPR leagues. He catches about 38 passes a game, but all for very short yardage. Brandon Gibson's a maybe for me, um, but I do think Detroit and St. Louis keep it respectable at least. What do you think? I think they let Salas go, didn't they, or didn't they trade him to New England oh, yeah, for you're a draft right, you're right. or something? But I do like Mike Quick. I'm sure Mike Quick, Brian Quick, excuse me. I'm thinking of uh, mm-hmm. Mike Quick. But I, I'm curious to see what Brian Quick does as the season goes on. But um, we'll see. I, yeah, I like he's, the, he's not somebody I'm ready to, to say is going to be a factor this week. But it's an interesting well, But I could see him being league. the top wide receiver before long, but that might not be saying much. But the key to the whole season <laughs> is going to be if Sam Bradford can stay healthy. If he's more like he was two years ago, then – they might actually have something, but I think Detroit will win this game pretty easily. I'll go 35-24 Detroit, start quarterback Matthew right. Stafford, start wide receiver Calvin Johnson, start tight end Brandon Pettigrew and kicker Jason Hansen, who, believe it or not, is just starting his, I think, 21st season with the Lions. He's been their kicker since 1992. When he kicked in He's his first NFL... He's been their kicker almost as long as I've been alive. Yeah, when he... When he <laughs> When he kicked in his first NFL game, George H.W. Bush was president. That just blows my mind. Wow. But anyway, I like to, on there. my baseball radio show, I like to do Jamie Moyer is older than facts. We could almost do that with Jason Hansen. Almost, <laughs> yeah. Um, running back Keelan Williams is a maybe for me this week just because their other running backs are either injured or suspended. Wide receivers Nate Burleson, Titus Young, and Ryan Broyles are all maybes for me this week, and their defense is a maybe. No to running back Kevin Smith, who's injured, and Michael Lushore, who's suspended, and tight end Tony Scheffler is a no for me, and Javid Best is on the pup list, so you would not be Poor wise Javid to start Best. him either. It would definitely yeah. not be wise. I wonder, if you're put on the pup list, does that make you a puppy? Maybe. I'm sure okay. there's somebody in the locker room who's going to call you that. I'm sure. Probably. The puster, <laughs> right. All right, so Miami at Houston, what do you think about that one? 
Miami is a team that I really want to like, and they just make it so hard every year. (laughs) They have players I like, but as a whole, they're just not a very good team. And the fact that they have zero real wide receivers is not encouraging. Well, they have Anthony Um, Armstrong now. Ooh. (laughs) I like him. I don't. I just maybe it's because he's still got the Redskins stink on him. I just I don't know. But I, yeah. I think Houston wins this pretty easily. I'm excited to see Ryan Tannehill. I like him as a quarterback, but I just I think it's going to be a long day for him and the rest of this team. <laughs> um, Houston has a pretty solid defense, which makes anybody who might be a good start in another week kind of non-existent this week. I don't think it's safe to start Ryan Tannehill as your only quarterback. It's it's borderline starting him as a second quarterback. It's going to be a tough matchup for him. Reggie Bush is one of the very few things I like about this team right now. He's also pretty much their second best wide receiver on the team, and he's their starting running back, which doesn't say a lot of good things for them. Um, it's, he's not. I don't think he's going to have a huge game, but I think he's going to have the best game out of any offensive player. So if you need to start a Dolphin, that's the one you should. I would stay away from tight end Anthony Fasano. His hands scare me. They're like stone. Wide receiver-wise, you've got Devon Best. You've got Legadoo Nane. You've got Anthony Armstrong. You've got Brian Hartline. I just I can't get excited about any of these guys yet. I, I would say Devon Best or Brian Hartline as a default. They've been there longer. They know the system better. But... If you can stay away from all of these wide receivers, it would be best unless you're in a deep league and you've got some better wide receivers to protect you because it's hard to say with a rookie quarterback who's going to be his guy, and Houston's not a really forgiving matchup. So kind of a wash this week for the Dolphins. I agree. I think Houston wins this game easily. I don't think I think Miami's defense is going to be pretty good this season, so I don't think Houston scores a ton of points. I agree. That I agree with. But I would pick Houston to win this game, maybe 24 to 10 or thereabouts. That's what I'll go with. Houston, start running back, Arian Foster, start wide receiver, Andre Johnson, start tight end, Owen Daniels, and the defense. Quarterback, Matt Schaub, is it a maybe for me just because I don't think he'll have to throw much. Running back, Brandon Tate. I know he had 900 yards last season, but he's a maybe for me this year. Maybe he's a flex, maybe I should say this week he's a maybe for me. Maybe he's a flex player. Kicker Shane Graham, now that he's their kicker and Randy Bullock is gone for the season, uh, he's a maybe for me. Wide receivers Kevin Walter, Keyshawn Martin, Lestar, um, Jean, and uh, Devere Posey are all um, no's for me this week. Maybe one or two of them will emerge as the season goes on, but right now I'm, I'm not starting any of those guys. I think that's fair. It's, it's right. going to be a, a good week to figure some things out. It's hard to say yeah. what teams play. Yeah, especially with defenses, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with, but we'll see. So, how about this yeah. game? I think is going to be one of the better games this weekend. I'm Tampa very excited for this game. At Green Bay, who do you like, and what's the final score going to be? I'm taking Green Bay by maybe three points. I think this is going to be a a lower-scoring game than a lot of people think, but I wouldn't call it a low-scoring game. I'm going to say... You should be a politician. I know. I'm I'm just so good at that. Let's say 28-24. So it's not three points, it's four points. But I just... I think there's a lot of good fantasy value on both sides, but it just with these quarterbacks and how good both these teams are and the defenses, even Green Bay's has gotten a lot better, I think. Uh, I think it'll be an interesting game. I'm very excited to watch this one for sure. But I do think Green Bay wins, edges them out, gets a little vengeance from last year. But I am going to start Alex Smith, but he'd be more of a second quarterback for me. I think there are better quarterback matchups, but if you really had to, I think you'd be okay. He might be... 12 or 13 on my rankings for the week. But definitely I'm looking to start Frank Gore. I want to start tight end Vernon Davis. I would say yes to Randy Moss and Michael Crabtree and maybe to Mario Manningham. And I'm going to start their defense and their kickers may maybe for me. I think Green Bay wins this game. I, I guess I'm one of those people who thinks that uh, it will be a little bit higher scoring. I think Green Bay will 
win this game 31-21. I'm not on the Alex Smith bandwagon yet, nor will I probably ever be, but we'll see how he does. Well, I, I was on it even when he wasn't even a functional quarterback, so I'm going to just hang oh. here. All right. <laughs> so Green Bay obviously start quarterback Aaron Rodgers, wide receivers uh, Greg Jennings and Jordy Nelson, tight end Michael Finley, kicker Mason Crosby and the defense are all starts for me this week. Running back Cedric Benson is a maybe for me probably a flex-type player. Wide receiver James Jones, Randall Tex Cobb, and uh, Donald Driver are all maybe for me. Stay away from uh, James Starks. He's injured. And tight end D.J. Williams, they say he's going to steal some of Jermichael Finley's targets this season. But, again, I'll believe it when I see it, and I don't believe it yet. And, well, and, 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 and the yet Packers have sort of turned into the Saints of old where everyone's getting a couple of looks. So it's yeah. hard to say. Some will get more looks than other, and I don't think he's one of them. I agree with you, actually. All right. <laughs> so how about Seattle and Arizona? This game, both of these teams have remade themselves in the off season. What do you make of this one? I This is a game I'm actually weirdly excited to see, not because I particularly like either team, but I'm not sure what to make of either of these offenses just yet. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, like... I like John Skelton, but I've always been more of a Kevin Cobb guy, so I'm not sure how to feel about it. Um, Seattle has 100 new players on their roster and a lot of young guys and a lot of guys who have looked really good in the preseason, and their defense looks like it's pretty good so far, which is kind of confusing to me. I'm not sure what to make of these Seahawks. So this is a game I'm definitely going to be watching just to try to understand what's happening. Yeah. I am going to pick Arizona to win this game. I think overall they are a better team and they are a little more experienced, even if they just named a quarterback like 12 minutes ago. Um, I still think they have a little more going for them. Plus, you've got the back spasms and all of the rookies that are a factor here in Seattle. So I'm going to take Arizona to win, but we just don't really know what's happening with either of these teams. So. Fantasy-wise, I would be more conservative here because you just don't know what you're going to get. Everyone is drinking the Russell Wilson Kool-Aid, and you can I think you can start him as a quarterback, too. I, let's not get crazy yet. We really haven't seen how this offense is going to function in a, in a true test. So as a second quarterback where you've got some, some balance, I think that's okay. Wide receiver-wise, I... I think Sidney Rice might have a breakout year this year. Golden Tate always kind of confounds me. Braylon Edwards, it's anybody's guess if he can hold on to the ball. And Ben Obamanu, who we both like to say his name so much, <laughs> I just don't think is going to be enough of a factor. Sidney Rice is the guy I'm picking out of this bunch. Golden Tate's more of a maybe for me. Because, again, I just don't know what they're going to look like. And a running back, I... I like what we've seen of Robert Turbin, and they're saying he's going to get significant carries even when Lynch is healthy and not suspended. So with the back spasms, I'd say Lynch is a maybe. Turbin is, uh, if you're in a deeper league, I'm going to start Robert Turbin, as crazy as it may sound. And I am going to start their defense, but not their kicker. I'm not that crazy yet, but I'm going to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I'm I actually think this is going to be a really high-scoring game, and I'm going to go the other way and take Seattle to win, but I think it's a close game, a field goal game, and I'll take Seattle 31-28 and somewhat of a shootout. For Arizona, I like quarterback John Skelton, running back Beanie Wells, and wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald. Running back Ryan Williams, not to be confused with the guy that does the NBC Nightly News. I'm on the fence about him. Wide receivers, Andre Roberts, early Doucette, and Michael Floyd, uh, they're all maybes for me. Tight end, Rob Hausler, and kicker, Jay Feely, are maybes. Quarterback, Kevin Cobb, obviously, if he's not playing, don't start him. Running back, Rob Stephen Powling, no. Tight ends, Jeff King and Todd Heap, no. And the defense is a no for me. I just, I, this just feels so strange to be talking so much about the Redskins, or the Cardinals and and the Seahawks. It just feels weird. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be one of the more entertaining games. The next hey, one, I think we're both going to be watching, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, the next one I think could be an entertaining game, too. Carolina at Tampa. What, what's your take on this one? Um, I I think this is the year that, that Tampa 
hopefully plays a complete season. They don't just fall off the face of the earth in the second half. I think that Tampa is going to win this game, but honestly, I think it could go either way. Carolina, it's just, for me, it's hard with their wide receivers to say, yes, this is a team that can win. They can do it. Their defense doesn't excite me a lot. I'm going to pick Tampa Bay more because of the potential, but honestly, this is kind of a wash. Either way, I think these teams are pretty evenly matched, and I think it will be a good game. Um, as we we saw last year, I was not a huge Cam Newton fan. I think this is going to be more of a sophomore slump. Defenses know how to play against him. We've seen what he can do all of last year. So Cam Newton, for me, I think is more of a quarterback, too, but he's a borderline quarterback one. I think week one, you can go either way, just I don't I don't love it. I don't love him. <laughs> Running back wise, D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, the smash and crash duo, whatever they're calling themselves, identity and theft this year. I think you can start either of them. They're both gonna see time. Wide receivers. Hugh Smith still got that leg infection. I would stay uh away from him this week. Then beyond that you've got Brandon LaFell and Lewis Murphy. Again, not guys I get super excited about. Um tight end Greg Olson is I think going to be more of a factor in the passing game than really fantasy-wise than either of these guys are going to be. You may feel differently, Sherpa. I know you've been a little more sympathetic to Carolina, but I'm saying no to their defense and no to their kicker as well. I I agree with you. This could be a go either way. I'll also go with Tampa 31-24. I think this offense will both be ahead of the defense this year. Tampa, I would start quarterback Josh Freeman, wide receivers Vincent Jackson and Michael Williams. Excited to see what they'll do together. Tight end Dallas Clark and kicker Connor Barth. I would start all those guys. Running back Doug Martin is a maybe for me. Wide receiver Preston Parker, if he gets significant playing time in the slot as a slot receiver this season, I think he could be a worthwhile fantasy player by, That's um, a guy I really season. like. I like him a lot. I hope so. I just picked him up on waivers in a 32-team league last night. I was surprised he was still available, but I figured he'll probably play more than uh, Jabbar Gaffney, given that he's on a team and Jabbar Gaffney isn't right now, so I made the move. And I'm also on the fence about Tampa's defense. Running back with Eric Blunt is hurt, and he's not starting for me this week, and same thing really has been hurt, not starting for me. All right, Pittsburgh at Denver, the, the return of, of Mr. Payton. Uh, what, what do you think here? I'm excited for this game. Very excited for this game. Um, I think Denver wins. I know it, it might be a stretch, but I think that Peyton Manning can make this team even more functional than it was. I like their defense, and I'm I'm excited to see how both these teams turn out. Pittsburgh concerns me with their running back situation. It's just not safe to be a running back there. Um, and it just the injuries. I don't like it. The wide receiver situation situation with Mike Wallace. It's just too many moving parts. I'm gonna go with Denver. Uh, I think this will be a fun game to watch, though. It is the only Sunday night game, so we'll all be watching it. I am starting uh, Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. He he's a better fantasy pick than a lot of people think, even though he's dinged up all the time. Running back wise. I'm a little concerned. Richard Mendenhall and Isaac Redman, I think, are the two out of the bunch. But I just, I think the carries are going to be split up. I'm not sure how effective they're going to be as it is. So really, they're all maybes for me. If you have better options, I would go with those. Um, tight end Heath Miller, just, I gave him so many chances, and I keep getting burned. I'm just saying, he's really a maybe. If you have a better tight end, go with that. Wide receiver wise. Mike Wallace has been at practice for about an hour. It feels like he just showed up last week. I'm inclined to take a pass on him this week. I want to start Antonio Brown. Emmanuel Sanders is more a maybe uh, a flex option. And their defense, I would still probably start. I don't think that either team's going to score a huge amount of points. Um, I'm going to say no to the kicker, though they are in Denver, which can be a little unforgiving with the wind. You can also add about 50 yards to your field goal range, too, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, I, I think I'm going to go the other way on this game. I, I think I'll take Pittsburgh to win 27-24, but it could go either way, but I'll, I'll go with Pittsburgh. 
Denver. Yeah. I like wide receivers, Demar- uh, uh, Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker. Peyton Manning is a maybe for me just because I'm not sure if he might have a little bit rust his first game back. Now that I've said that, he'll probably throw for six touchdowns. Running back Willis McGahee is also a maybe for me, maybe against other teams, but I still respect the Steelers' defense. Tight ends Jason mm-hmm. Tammy and Joel Dreesen, they both had some success other places. And Jason Tammy obviously knows uh, – Jacob Tammy actually um, mm-hmm. uh, knows um, – Manning well, so but I I I wouldn't start either of them necessarily. Kicker Matt Prater and the defense are both maybe's for me. Running backs Lance Ball, Ronnie Hillman, Noshawn Moreno. Stay away from all those guys. Wide receiver Andre Caldwell is an intriguing pick, but I don't think this week against Pittsburgh secondary. Same thing with Brandon Stokely, and also stay away from Matthew Willis. All right, let's keep rolling. We're all we're right. At the Cincinnati at Baltimore in the Monday night game. Uh, one of two. Yes. Who do you like in this one and which Bengals do I'm, you like? I'm taking Baltimore. Uh, I do like what Cincinnati has done. I'm not crazy about the running back situation at the moment, and I think this is going to be a big, big year for the Ravens and Joe Flacco. So I'm taking Baltimore, but I think it's a closer game than it has been in the years past. Cincinnati really came into their own last year. Andy Dalton is more of a second quarterback for me. The Ravens defense, while they – are without Terrell Suggs. They are still pretty formidable. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, Bernard Scott at running back. I just I'm not sure how much I love the matchup against the Ravens this week. They're both maybes for me. Um wide receiver wise, AJ Green, I'm starting. Brandon Tate is a maybe for me. Their wide receivers just I'm not excited about a lot of them and I just don't think there are gonna be huge offensive numbers this week. Tight end Jermaine Gresham, I think, is a start for sure. Uh, He's been Andy Dalton's go-to guy, and I like that. I am going to say no to the Cincinnati defense, but maybe to the kicker. I think there will be some field goals in this game for both sides. I'm going to pick Cincinnati to win this game. I think they'll win 24-17, so fairly low scoring, but I'm just not on the Joe Flacco I'm not in his cheering squad yet, nor do I expect to be uh, anytime soon. <laughs> I know he's supposedly improved a lot, but again, show me and then maybe I'll believe it. Running back Ray Rice is the only um, Raven that I'm starting this week. Quarterback Joe Flacco and wide receiver Andre Bolden are, are uh, maybe for me. Running back Bernard Pierce, their rookie from Temple, change of pace guy is a no for me. Um, Smith, I think the wide receiver, I like him a lot, but um, Torrey Smith, but he's injured, and I'm going to say no to him this week. I think Cincinnati's defense is, is going to be uh, quite good again this year. Jacoby Jones, no. Tandon Dots, Laquan Williams. So pretty much any wide receiver not named Anquan Bolden, stay away from him. And uh, Dixon, and stay away from Dixon and, um, and Pitta and Stay away from from uh, their new kicker uh, Justin Tucker and their defense. I could say maybe too, but um, that's that's about it. All right, let's let's get through our last game and uh, all right. San Diego at Oakland. What do you think of this one? Uh, I think this is another game that'll be very interesting to watch. I think the teams are well matched, but I think San Diego is going to win the game. Um, I'm going to start Philip Rivers. The running back situation gets a little murkier. Ryan Matthews is still dinged up with that shoulder injury, but I'm going to say yes to him this week. Let's see what happens. Wide receivers, Robert Meacham, Malcolm Floyd, Eddie Royal, pick your own adventure. Uh, (laughs) Vincent Brown was really the wide receiver I liked the most out of the bunch, and his ankle's broken, so that's probably not a good pick for you this week. And tight end Antonio Gates, I'm going to say yes to. I'm going to say yes to the defense and yes to the kicker. I also like San Diego in this game. I think Oakland could well have a better season, but I like San Diego this week. I'll go 34-28 with them. I like Carson Palmer. He's not the most accurate quarterback in the year um, in the world, but I think he'll have some passing yardage this week, some significant passing yardage. I'll also say yes to Darren McFadden and wide receiver uh, Darius Hayward Bay. Running back Mike Goodson, I think, is actually going to be the second most effective running back for them, not Taiwan Jones or Marcel Reese. 
he's a maybe for me this week. Kicker Sebastian Yanikowski is a maybe for me, especially uh, if he's injured. I'm not so keen on him. Um, running backs Taiwan Jones and Marcel Reese, no. Wide receiver Denarius Moore, Jacoby Ford, Rod Streeter, Jerron Kreiner, no. Tight end Brandon Myers, no. And no to the defense. All right, um, we've got a couple of minutes left here. Let's take a look at our predictions for division winners and our Super Bowl picks and our ultimate Super Bowl winner. Uh, let's go through those pretty quick. You want to start in the AFC? Who you got in the East? I'll, my my four division winners in the AFC are New England, Pittsburgh, Houston, and Oakland. And I like San Diego and Denver as the wild cards, which means I'm leaving your uh, Baltimore Ravens out in the cold. I just I don't oh, think Joe right. Flacco is, is <laughs> gonna do it. So you'll notice I also left my Kansas City Chiefs out, but uh anyway, who who do you like? And I would say the in Jets are the, Go ahead. I, I think it's I'm gonna rule the Jets out. I, I'm taking the Patriots in the east, the Ravens in the north, Texans in the south and Bronco and the uh uh, Chargers out west, and I like Denver and Pittsburgh as my wild cards. I I really like the Ravens this year. I'm, okay, I'm not that. So that's down. pretty much the only one we disagree on. Then you have uh, Baltimore in there, and I have um, uh, you said San Diego or Denver. Uh, San Diego winning the West. I'm, I'm putting Denver in as a wild card. Okay, so you have Baltimore in and place of my mm-hmm. Oakland, so we were pretty much in line there. So how about uh, the NFC? Who do you like there? Um, the NFC East I could see going a lot of different ways. I'm going to choose to hope that the Cowboys are functional. Um, I would not be shocked if I were wrong about that, though. I'm also going to take the Packers, the Falcons, and the 49ers, and then I'm going to go with the Eagles to be a wild card as well as New Orleans. All right, we're we're pretty much in agreement. I think yeah, Philly wins the East, Green Bay, the North, New Orleans, I think best Atlanta in the South, and San Francisco in the West. I'll take Dallas and Atlanta as my wild card teams, and notably neither one of us picked the Giants, the defending Super Bowl No, champ. I'm surprised about that. I thought I'd get a little more of a fight on it, but I respect no. your decision. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, I hope I'm wrong as a Giants fan. But uh, All right, so who you got in the Super Bowl and who's your winner? This is going to sound really crazy, but I have the Ravens going to the Super Bowl. I'm I'm in hard on Joe Flacco coming out this year, and I'm going to take the 49ers for the NFC, and I think the 49ers are going to win this year. So you've got a Harbaugh brother Super Bowl. That would be interesting. I do. I do. It would be All a right. media firestorm. Right. That, that, would, that would certainly be. I think there's going to be a media firestorm, but for a different reason. I think that uh, Andy Reid and the Eagles are going to overcome the death of his oh, God. son, and I think they're actually going to get their act together this season, and I think they're going to win the Super Bowl, and I think the AFC representative is going to be the Texans. If you had asked me a month ago, I would have said Pittsburgh, but with their line, offensive line in flux now, I, I just I'm, I don't feel comfortable with that pick anymore, so I'll go with Philly uh, over right. Houston. And real quick, we did trade? have a yeah a question earlier today from one of our listeners. He's been proposed a deal in his fantasy football league where he would send Brandon Marshall and Greg Little and receive Eric Decker and Torrey Smith. What do you think about the deal? No, I say I want the Brandon Marshall, Greg Little side of that. I agree. <laughs> okay, we're done with that then. All right. Easy enough. Yeah. And that about that about does it for us this week. We okay. uh we've How got a couple ways you can get us and when do people find us next week? Exactly. We will be back next week at our normal usual time, Wednesday nights at nine thirty from nine thirty to ten thirty PM Eastern time. Uh we were a little early this week since Tomorrow night is season kickoff. You can find us all week long, all over social media. You can find us on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. You can find our personal Twitter accounts from there as well. And you can email us at the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. That's the same handle, the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. And you can find 
us and all of Scott's great rankings at the fantasyfootballsherpa.com. Be sure to tweet us or email us with all of your starter sick questions throughout the week. We're more than happy to help you and answer questions. And be sure to come back next Wednesday night, and we'll see how we did so far in our picks. All right. Happy opening week, everyone. Thanks for a great show, Janet. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.